Hello everyone, welcome to the 2020 edition of They Came to Play. I'm Danny McGinley. You don't normally hear my voice at the start of the show. We normally have our Captain Lemo, or uh, or indeed Tess uh, Armstrong, handling the anchoring details, but uh, they are both locked down in isolation for this first episode, pretty much like the rest of the world is. We all, we've, all got to, we've all got to bunker down. We've all got to avoid social contact if it's not necessary. And we had a bit of a crisis meeting on the They Came to Play WhatsApp group, and we all decided that since I'm the Bulldogs fan, uh, I have the least to live for. So I will be uh, sent out into the studio and chat to everyone. This will be a quick episode because uh, uh, none of my co-hosts are in the studio, but I will be phoning them. Uh, let's bring them in right now. The captain of They Came to Play, the greatest Hawks fan there is in the world. Ladies and gentlemen, Anthony Lemo. Lehman Lemo, welcome to... Hey. <laughs> it is a pleasure to be uh, back, Danny Beginlay, uh, from my phone in our isolation bunker here in Fitzroy. Uh, we've got it all decked out. I'm here with my son at the moment. Oh, is that where the Illuminati are hanging out in yes. Fitzroy, is yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's right. We've got scarves. We've got a Hawthorne-coloured couch. It wasn't originally. I've got a three-year-old, so now it's a Hawthorne-coloured couch. <laughs> Um, and there's we've got our Hawthorne hats, we've got a couple of Hawthorne footies, we've got the jumpers, we're ready to go. And, Danny, can I say, the Hawks looked good. Yeah, the Hawks looked good yesterday. In fact, so good, I can't see them losing a game before June. <laughs> <laughs> it's locked in. It's just, it's a, yeah. I mean, it's, a, it's such a weird season. North Melbourne went undefeated but still didn't make the top eight. Yeah, <laughs> that must hurt. And if there isn't another game played, which is a distinct possibility, does that mean Port Adelaide get the premiership? I think they do. And, and there was a big uh, a meme going around at the start of the year. Whichever team finishes on top after round one in leap years wins the premiership. It happened to the Hawks in 08, the Bulldogs in 16, the Swans in 12, and Port yeah. in 04. And they've just, they could repeat it. <laughs> They could repeat their 04 on top of the ladder uh, after round one. Oh, Lemo's been invaded. The bunker has been invaded. I, sorry, the bunker. The bunker's been invaded. My wife's my wife's sister's just arrived. All right. Is, is, is this how you choose who lives and who dies? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Until we, we either live as a family or die as a family. So if, if it does come down to whoever's on top after round one, do you think it's uh, it was always going to be the team that got Gold Coast in the fixture? Yeah. <laughs> it was a dream draw, wasn't it, for Port? <laughs> Let's be honest. I mean, this time I think we can safely say that the draw had a distinct impact yes. on uh, on who won the premiership. And it's just typical. Um, Koshy is the face of Channel 7. Who has the broadcasting rights? Oh, we should have seen yeah, this coming. Of course. of course. It's annoying. And yeah, And what about this, Danny? Uh, it could be a nine-way tie for the Brownlow medal. Um, <laughs> oh, no. Will we have enough, you know, uh, a medal uh, in the world to well, to create that many medals? They've got plenty of time to work on it. So, uh, and it's a, um, and for those playing along at home, it's a four-way tie for the Coleman medal. Oh, really? At this stage, uh, yes. So how many, what was the most kicked? Was it three? Uh, four. Four. Was that four. your Jonathan Patton? So, uh, no, not Jonathan Patton. I think it's Perryman. Um, oh, what's his name? Jack Martin, Isaac Heaney, and Toby Green. Ah, oh, I mean, they're just yes. <laughs> and as their prize is, they all get uh, special access into Gillam McLaughlin's bunker. <laughs> yeah, 
Uh, yes, exactly. Uh, where everything is sanitised. In fact, Gil McLaughlin's bunker doubles as a rocket ship which will take off <laughs> for a polo farm that he has on the moon. <laughs> so We're all, uh, <laughs> look out for look out for Gil. Hey, don't worry. I mean, what you know what I want to do right now? I want to know what Bill Gates is doing. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, he's he's I'm, probably in a special hermetically sealed room. Uh, yeah. I mean, just going back to uh, to to Gillan McLaughlin though, the downside is if you do get into his special uh, polo club on the moon, is uh, Gillan's really pushing Polo X, which is uh, played on a <laughs> rectangle field. <laughs> yeah, right. Yes, uh, there's some joke there about the atmosphere on the moon, but anyway, <laughs> I'll, I'll 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 leave that alone. I, and, uh, and Danny, what about the uh, – can we talk NRL for just a moment? Sure. Well, this is, this is one of the changes to They Came to Play this year. We are not uh, – we're not on the ABC yeah. anymore. We are an independent uh, yes. broadcast. Uh, so we can do whatever we want. Uh, we, we, can eat, we, can talk, we can talk about the NRL. Yeah. We can, uh, we we, can, we can say things like, uh, isn't ScoMo a piece of work? Yeah. <laughs> we can uh, bag out the new episodes of Bluey. I think they've sold out. Uh, oh, oh, you know what? I still can't bag the new episodes of Bluey. Yeah, I know. It's just I'm just I'm just trying to uh, to 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 get the the sacred cows that uh, we that ABC oh, fans yeah, would be upset right. about. You know what? <laughs> right, Jemima and Hamble, They've had it too good for too long. Time to piss them off out of play school. <laughs> get rid of them. Uh, I'm trying. To, what else? B one and B two. Duds. Isn't it? <laughs> Isn't it time for B3? I don't know. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a bit sick of this. Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know where we're going. It's, it's actually. I don't know. We, I don't know where we're going either. Look, we, could, we can swear heaps if we want, I guess. Yeah. I mean, we haven't really had a meeting about that. What do you want to, you know. So we, <laughs> do kid, are uh, kids still going to listen to this? We don't know. We might. Kids, uh, we, we don't know. But anyway, we've got, we can, there are more places we can go. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, now, as a result of this newfound independence. Uh, and we can talk about the NRL. So the NRL is still playing. They're forging on, right? I'm kind of okay with this. I mean, if if, if, you thought the NRL couldn't get any more stupid, this (laughs) happens. I'm wondering, though, is this the CEO of the NRL trying to get revenge on the players for all the scandals that he's had to deal with over the years? So, yeah, well, I'm going to give you all coronavirus. What about that? I mean, the long-term plan of the AFL has always been to eliminate the NRL. Who knew that? Actually, no, of course they were going to do it themselves. Of course this was going to be a self-inflicted wound. (laughs) Absolutely. And have you heard this proposal? And I'm not making this up. It's a true story. There is a proposal by the NRL for the NRL to move all 16 clubs to a small town in country Queensland (laughs) called Calliope. It's near Rockhampton. Best reality TV show ever. Oh, no. <laughs> Where you just go to a small town, you'd want to have some good security at the local oh, bar. Oh, yes. Actually, pubs are closed. There we go. Oh, there oh, we go. Schools, luckily, schools are closed as well. I would say, uh, just to be safe, get anyone who's female out of there for a 100-kilometre radius, build a wall around it. <laughs> yeah. In fact, build a biodome over it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're not I allowed in let them go. unless you have a Y chromosome. There it is. So, uh, so the NRL are still trying to um, do their best to catch coronavirus. And the other one, Danny, this isn't footy related at all. But oh, just, okay. 
made me realise how dire the situation is in some parts of the world. The mayor, not making this up, again, true story, uh, the mayor of Baltimore oh, has, yeah. asked res- has asked residents to stop, has declared a state of emergency and asked residents to stop shooting each other because they need the hospital beds for coronavirus patients. <laughs> <laughs> that well, Bal- shooting is Baltimore's national pastime. <laughs> well, I mean, it's tough, tough times for gangs as well. You know, <laughs> how you meant to, how you meant to protect your turf. Yeah, you just sneeze on people to... now. You just do well, dr- yeah, drive by coughings. That's it. I reckon people are freaking out so much. I reckon you could hold up a bank with a dry cough these days. <laughs> <laughs> so Don't cough again. Oh, Give me the money. I just thought, Liam, actually, if, if say the NRL goes ahead and they 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 and then Corona, you know, the, we we of course pray it doesn't happen. Knock on wood. But say a lot of NRL players are knocked out with COVID nineteen. Yeah. Could they then finally bring in state of origin Victoria v South Australia? Uh, state of origin in AFL? No, no, in NRL. NRL, they finally play it Victoria v South Australia. There must be at oh. least one or two you know, NRL players who grew up in our states. Uh, look, I guess you could. I guess you could. I really don't know how much interest it. Oh, actually, there would be a lot of interest, wouldn't there? Well, yeah, there's I nothing else to watch. So, all right, well, let's let's lobby for it. There we go, NRL, let's, state of origin, Victoria v South Australia. It it could be just you know, three on one, three blokes versus <laughs> three guys who debuted with Melbourne Storm and some guy from I don't know Port Lincoln <laughs> who got the, confused. No, a, le- a leftover from the Adelaide Rams. Then. <laughs> oh God, I remember them <laughs> back in 1999. I think the Adelaide Rams may still hold an attendance record. Oh, really? Congrats. So I, don't know, I don't know the exact nature of the record, but they still hold an attendance record. I reckon they had about 50,000 people at Adelaide Oval for their first ever game. Wow. That is that is actually pretty good for, for, for rugby league. Yeah. Well, yeah. well done. Well done, you Rams. Yeah. And I, do you <laughs> even have it now? That's, that's the one bright spot on the Adelaide Rams CV. Are they still your team? Have you, you, know, have you just latched oh. on as a Rams fan? Hey, I'm not wearing this Rams Forever T-shirt as a joke. <laughs> did the st- st- did Storm and Rams ever play? No. Oh, okay. Uh, actually, no. I don't think. I don't think they. Oh, mate. Actually, yeah. Look, I don't know. <laughs> I'd, I'd, be, I'd be guessing. Here we go. This Could is your first. Out the timings. This is I'm our sure first. They may have just crossed over. Maybe they played once. Let's let's yeah, find the footage have. of that. I mean, we got nothing else to watch. Uh, yeah, exactly. This could be our first uh, phone in. Uh, you know, hit us up. Oh, by the way, we've got uh, a thing. Another thing has changed. We have a Facebook page now. We uh, so if you are a fan of they came to play, please like us on uh, Facebook. Get involved. We will have chats. One of the things we'll put out today is: Did the Adelaide Rams ever play the Melbourne Storm? And can Victoria play South Australia in the NRL? Is it physically possible? Uh, well, yeah, let's, let's work. Let's put what it is, out there. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. I don't know what my son's doing here. Yeah. <laughs> going, everyone's going mad in this environment. Yeah. Uh, so uh, now I'm just Googling. Uh, oh, we're doing a live Google. Yes. Nice. I've got a feeling they might have just missed each other. Ah. But anyway, I'm happy to be corrected. All right. Let's put it in. Let's, let's open it up to the fans, the NRL fans who listen to They Came to Play. 
Uh, so, yes. Leaves, I'll, I'm going to ring Tess soon. We're doing t- sort of almost two separate shows. Uh, yep. We should just, uh, as the captain of our of our podcast, Leaves, we what what yes. message do you want to put out to our to our fans about the changes? We're no longer on ABC, so you've got to find us yourself. Uh, but you know, yes. we've, got, we've got a bit more freedom. Is there any is there any brands you want to plug? Uh, uh, not at this stage, but I'm sure if someone's happy to give me a free pizza. I will mention your um, pizza restaurant Absolutely. a number of times during the show. Really, right now I would just plug all the pubs that I like to go to, but they're all closed. So <laughs> They're all closed, yeah, exactly. I was going to mention a restaurant. If someone wants to deliver coffee to my house, I'm happy to give your uh, coffee shop a massive pump up. Huge one, yes. Uh, but so, so we're, we're no longer on ABC. Uh, is it? But we, we think we're going to we're going to try and put out a pod most weeks. Uh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Provided that we don't sink further into a lockdown that disables every form of communication. Yeah, we are using a, a different studio now, uh, so one of us does have to come in and press the record button. Uh, so as long as this place <laughs> yeah. is open and disinfected, we will come in. And, even if there's no footy, we'll we'll talk about whatever's. We'll talk about footy. We'll talk about other sports. We'll talk about how to survive. In this post-apocalyptic world, we'll give medical advice. Yeah. (laughs) Welcome to they came into play. Stay indoors. Yes. Uh, All right. I'm going to go because my son is climbing a banister and it looks really dangerous. All right. Well, Leans, Uh, uh, congrats (laughs) to your Hawks, and uh, we'll hopefully. Uh, Thank you, mate. We'll hopefully. Uh, Bad luck. Bad luck to the Bulldogs. Ah, we were terrible. Yeah. <laughs> the one thing I'm no. quite happy about Gillam McLaughlin cancelling everything is none of the Sunday morning footy shows had time to discuss how terrible we were. So uh, right. we yeah, dodged good. a bullet there. So you have dodged a bit of a bullet. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, stay there, mate. Yeah, all right, I'm going to go. All right, uh, see you, Lehman. Oh, all the best to everyone. See you. Bye, bye, bye. That is Anthony Lehman. The captain of the They Came to Play uh, podcast. I'm now going to ring uh, our other uh, co-host, uh, the delightful Tess Armstrong, who would be, uh, for those who don't know Tess, if you're new to the pod, uh, welcome. Uh, Tess is a footy brat. She's grown up around footy clubs. Her dad was some sort of assistant coach at many clubs, uh, finished at the Tigers, which is uh, Tess's favourite team. And uh, she is also part of the Outer Sanctum uh, podcast, that brilliant uh, one that is still on the ABC. There we go. This is me ringing her. Hello. Tess Armstrong, Danny McGinley from They Came to Play. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Danny McGinley. It's a pleasure to be here. <laughs> Where are you? Are you are you in a Lemo's in a bunker in Fitzroy with uh, his uh, family, and uh, he's he's fighting marauders off with his Hawthorne scarves. What's your current situation? I am enjoying Mad Monday because Richmond, I think, had the best win of all of the teams on the weekend. And so me and my new puppy are celebrating in lockdown in my house. Wow. So this is Mad Monday. For you, you bring in a dog. I've brought a dog in um, and I'm now challenging your theory that all dogs barrack for the dogs. I don't think that's true. That's not a theory. That's a fact. He watched the dogs, Danny. He was quite bad. Oh, yeah. So. No, fair enough. Yeah, okay. That would turn <laughs> even the most uh, militant species off themselves. That was that was like when you see humans fighting over toilet paper. You go, what have we become? <laughs> Your dog was watching the bulldogs and just going, I'm not part of this. Meow, meow. I don't want to associate with them. Meow, that's right. <laughs> he started making very unusual noises. But um, he also then watched the cats and 
not keen. But the Tigers, I put a scarf on him. I'll have to share that photo. He did not look happy about it. <laughs> he looked, quite frankly, ashamed. So that, was this on it. Thursday night? This was on Thursday night. Oh, he was Back still a Bulldogs fan then. That's right. He didn't know. He didn't know yet. So now I'll try the scarf on him again today and see if he looks happier. With In Mad Monday, you do wear stupid things. That's right. He's Yeah, I'm coming as Hannibal Lecter, Matthew Scarlet <laughs> style, and he's going to wear the Richmond scarf. It's all crazy days here. See, Where I, are you, Danny? I reckon the, uh, the Breaking Bad hazmat suit outfit would be quite common on Mad Mondays today. Totally. And actually probably in like... Not, you know, nine months or whatever when they actually do Mad Monday because football, footballers aren't usually at the front of a trend. You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it usually takes them a while to get the same hair that cool people have. Yeah. So maybe at in October or November, whenever they do Mad Monday, um, they'll all be in hazmat suits and masks. Oh, that, that's giving them credit. There are probably a few Borats going to show up. <laughs> So where I am, Tess, I am at uh, our new uh, our new <laughs> they came to play headquarters, uh, which is a uh, a little studio. It's uh, it's in Fitzroy. I'm right near Limo. I'm going to go and uh, maraud his house uh, soon. And uh, but yes, I've we've told the listeners so far about how we're not on the ABC anymore. Oh, by the way, is there any brands you want to plug, Tess, or uh, <laughs> any ABC shows you want to bag out? Uh, do you think McAuliffe's <laughs> past it? Pickering worst. And- I'm still an ABC lifer, so I am your um, the mirror to you to hold your morality mirror. I'll hold myself up to you, and you can, and I'll push back on things. That oh, really? I don't think pass the ABC pub test, even if we're not on the ABC. Oh, really? So, well, I was going to pitch to you a new segment idea for AFLW because I don't think we talked about the women's footy on uh, our old show enough. I was thinking about a new AFLW uh, segment. It's called "Oh, I'd Give Her One." What do you reckon? No. See, what happens is I suggest a player and then you, me and Limo decide whether we give her one. Do you mean give her, like, a prize for being an amazing It is a prize, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Do you reckon this... As in money? Is it it paid, please? (laughs) Yeah, it's um, it's equal pay. That's what it is. (laughs) God, give her equal pay. Yeah. I give her one equal pay is I'm on I'm on board for that segment. All right, let's play. I'd give her one equal pay. All right. Uh Sabrina Frederick Traub. Yeah, I'd give her one. I'm looking at a poster of her right now. All right. Katie Brennan. I'd give her one. Jeez, you are too generous. Uh Ellie Blackburn. I'd give her one. Literally go through the list. There's not an AFLW player I wouldn't give one to. Well that was the first and last ever round of I'd give her one. Thanks for playing Tess. Look, it's been a pleasure. It's great to be back. So, but we should also uh, tell our listeners um, there is changes also with your role within the show. Yes. Now, do you want to be the bearer of the bad news, or or should I try and tell them? Why don't Why don't you tell them? Okay, so we have been uh, uh, not renewed by the ABC. Was the exact wording? Uh, Limo and I have been forced out of the building. Uh, security <laughs> passes taken off us. Do not even, uh, don't even look at us. Don't even watch Bluey for six months, just in case you infect us with your not <laughs> renewed DNA. Um, but Tess, you have remained an ABC employee, still involved in uh, Raf Epstein. Uh, the, the, you dr- produced oh, the Drive the Show. Drive program, yeah. <laughs> and, and the and the, the Outer Sanctum, of course. You have joined uh, yeah. one of our rival podcasts, but uh, <laughs> that's okay. Look, you've you got to do what you've got to do. We're constantly giving AFLW players one on the outer sanctum. So <laughs> yeah, that I, happens all the time. Don't steal my segment, Sanctimus. That's mine. 
<laughs> and uh, so, but so you officially, oh, and also you're getting a law degree. Is that, do you want to talk about that? Yeah, look, I still am getting a law degree. I've been getting a law degree for three, for three years now, but I'm on the home stretch. But yes, I still am an ABC person. So technically in all of the juggling, it was very easy for me when you came into the building. However, can I just say we were very the ABC was very um, forthright because no one is allowed into the building anymore. Oh yeah. So <laughs> even if we were still on the ABC, it would be um, in a different way because no one's coming in. So I think um, I'm still an ABC person, which means that my availability to the pod is less than it was last year. But I will still be on the pod as a regular regular co-host yeah we I can't hope. well can we officially call you a co-host because you're probably not allowed but i no, think I'm you will special, be a, special guest you're a guest host a lot of the time <laughs> a super special guest i'm like a co-captain you know how like there's always one captain who's actually more of a captain yeah and then there's like another person i'm in the leadership group you're in the leadership group yeah we got limo I'm as captain person. i'm probably your vice captain you're yeah. in the leadership group uh, i'm the spiritual leader <laughs> You're you're organising Mad Monday. That's that's yes. your role. Yes. I mean, you've been dropped I'm to the reserves that. a few weeks, but that's cool. We just love having you around. <laughs> and actually, because Richmond will probably win, you know, every one of the 17 games that we'll play this year, it's probably better for the fans <sighs> that I'm not actually you're a not... mouthpiece for them because every week when I would talk about Richmond's last weekend, the Richmond faithful were like, can you stop? Can you stop talking about it? But I was right. We came good and we won the premiership. So you thought them. you were going to get the wooden spoon <laughs> even at three-quarter time when you were 20 goals up against the Giants. I did oh, have a lot of anxiety in that game <laughs> because I thought, oh, how wouldn't it just – the way my brain works is like this is super enjoyable, but how bad would it be if after being so many goals up, we then stopped scoring goals and they scored heaps of goals and then we lost? That would be the worst way to win a grand final. The worst way to lose a grand final. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I've I've asked a lot of Collingwood fans because they're, they're the experts at losing grand finals. <laughs> what is actually the best and worst way to lose a grand final? Because, I mean, they say, you look at 2002 and three, 2002, uh, Brisbane beat them by a goal. And then 2003, yeah. they beat them by 10 goals. And then they've had, you know, uh, they've had a draw. They've had Geelong overrunning them in the last quarter in 2011. Mm. 2018, they were so far ahead and then West Coast snatched it. Mm. We we can put this up on our Facebook page that Definitely. they came to play uh, on Facebook. They came to play pod uh, or just type it in. It'll you know they came to play. I'm sure you'll find it. You you know how to use a computer. Uh, <laughs> what is the best and worst way to lose a grand final from people who have done? Because look, one check our privilege right here, Tess. You've never seen Richmond lose a grand final. I've never seen the Bulldogs lose a grand final. Limo has seen it once. His Hawks lose a grand final. Mm. So that's what we're putting out to. We're also, uh, when I was chatting to Limo before, uh, Tess, uh, we were trying to work out if it was physically possible for if the NRL uh, goes ahead (laughs) and they all get uh, coronavirus, could State of Origin be played between South Australia and Victoria in the NRL? Oh, my God, that would be fantastic. Do you exactly. know their plan at the moment? Yes, Limo just told us. The country town. Yes. <laughs> we suggested uh, putting in uh, all females should be uh, evacuated from a 100-kilometre radius. <laughs> and put in, a, I think Limo said put in a biodome. Anyway, we're doing repetitive 100%. stuff already. It's to protect yourself. Um, now, I did want to make mention of a couple of things from the weekend because, of course, the world feels like, it's moving so fast and the ground it kind of feels like sometimes it's moving out from underneath you and it can be really distressing. But I 
football being back for one weekend was quite comforting to me. And I thought, like, when the whole world is going crazy, there were some certain things that just made me feel better. For example, Richmond beating Carlton, of course, was, like, a fantastic way to start. And me riding to Rack, Epstein, go Tigers, halfway through the game, even though we hadn't technically won yet, in oh, true arrogant style. You have changed, fantastic. Tess Armstrong. Also, then they began to come back and I felt really regretful of my decision. <laughs> <laughs> Bombers getting their fans going in round one where they are convinced that they're going to win the premiership now and that is just delightful to me. Oh, Toby yes. Green doing freakish thing with his feet that he, you know, you're not even sure he's technically allowed to do, but he's amazing. Debutants kicking goals and their families being at the ground and me crying like clockwork, very comforting status quo to me. <laughs> and the demons so, being terrible. That really just made me feel at home. Ah, <laughs> uh, and further to that, West Coast being a bit extra at Perth Stadium. Like, so remember when they, you know, and also another one, Danny, just for you, Danny McGonley writing the Collingwood banner. That was another <laughs> little comforting regular thing that you've always done. Um, yeah, they tricked me into it for those who haven't weekend. seen. Uh, Collingwood uh, tweeted me, asking me to write their banner, and I said, no way. And then they put up a banner that said, no way. <laughs> Check out the Collingwood Twitter. They, they bamboozled me. They're, they're good, these magpies. They're really, really good. Whoever's doing their banners is very funny. <laughs> anyway, but West Coast, right? Yeah. Hey, West credit Coast. to the demons. Uh, they took the crowd out of it early. That's something you always want to do at Perth Stadium. Oh, we can say Optus Stadium now. We're not on the ABC. Oh, I still can't. You can. All right. Um, so my husband was fantastic, the comedian amongst us, but every single game we watched, within 30 seconds, he would say, oh, no, there's no one there. Oh, brilliant. Good. Yes. <laughs> good commitment. It made me laugh every single time. And then my constant joke, you know how you go to the footy and there's the um, text for antisocial behaviour? Oh, line? yes. I was all like every game I was like, oh, that one person in the crowd Antisocial behaviour. Very funny. So there's the things that we can just laugh at to get by. But anyway, West Coast, they took away the banners. They replaced it with that large inflatable eagle, which was still controversial to me. Still shook by it. And then on the weekend, of course, the weird silence after every goal, except for the players themselves celebrating, which I quite liked being able to hear, West Coast decided that each player had a sting, like an audio sting that would play after they kicked a goal and they all got to choose, choose a, a song. A song sample, yeah, yeah. There was, <laughs> who were your favourites of that? Uh, my favourites. Okay, Calamarchi. Oh, is it Calamarchi? Or is the other Archie? Anyway, Seek and Destroy by Metallica, which was super out of um, character <laughs> for what I thought, which was absolutely fantastic. Um, Jeremy McGovern, Crank It Up by The Big Show, because I'm a big WWE fan, so a couple of them had WWE oh, okay. people. And I'm glad I was you explained that. I had no idea what that was. That. Um, there was a couple of other ones. Um, where was this one I wanted to talk about? Oh, Crips, Jamie Cripps, Electric Blue by Icehouse. Very good choice. A fantastic song. <laughs> that song's got to be like 15 years older than him. I know, it's fantastic, but it's it's timeless. It's a timeless tune. And then Jeddah, Ain't No Mountain High by Marvin Gaye. Fantastic. Jack Darling, Scatman by Scatman John. <laughs> like, no. And also, that's distressing because he's likely to kick a lot of goals. So, like, if a back... So, that's the beat up up ba up yeah. Yeah, all right. Nice. <laughs> it was a big hit when I was going out underage. Can't go out anymore. Um, and then there's Hutchings YMCA by The Village People. They were just really funny to me. So I to, I tweeted out the li- the link of lists. So you should go through and judge them one by one, which I did. It was fantastic. Yeah, we'll put it on it's the They like, Came to Play uh, Facebook page. Totally. It took uh, 15 minutes out of my self-isolation just to go through and harshly judge all the songs. It was wonderful status quo. And congratulations to Jack Martin as well, who's won the Coleman. 
<laughs> well, no, it's a so, four-way tie, according to Limo. Oh, uh, probably is. I think Toby Green's in there. And I might he is, before. yes. He was mentioned before. But Tess, <laughs> did you notice, like, with with the playing the music after the goals, uh, did you notice that Foxtel or KO, whoever you were watching, I was watching it on KO, and did you notice that they clearly didn't have the rights to some of these songs and would play <laughs> a bed of of nondescript no. music underneath oh, like it? like karaoke version. It was like, yeah, just it would just suddenly go to da, 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 da. your call is important to us. Da, 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 da. And actually, Tess, can I just go back to something? Did you just say you're a WWE fan? I've always been a WWE fan. Really? I was, little, I was obsessed with it, and I wanted to be. I wanted to. Be you are the last person I would expect to really? be a WWE fan. I've lost a bit of interest because in the last couple of years, because it hasn't held my um, interest as much, but I used to be a big fan of Mick Foley and Mankind and Lita and the Hardy Boys. I don't right, know what this address. means. I don't oh, know what these words are. Listening that no, my my email address as a child was Hardy Boys at gmail at hotmail dot com or something completely sad like that. But I did want to be. Isn't the Hardy Boys? Fan. Aren't they like kids who solve mysteries, like the yes. Famous Five? Can I just clarify? It's Hardy Boys with a Z. So um, that's WWE. <laughs> Jeff and Matt, the brothers. This is this is huge, Tess. Cool flips, really. We got to get you. All right, we're going to do a special WWE episode of They Came to Play where you explain it to Limo and I, because we can do these things now. We're now going to have live events and uh, and and it's live true. podcasts. We can do whatever we want. We are free of the tyranny of the ABC. <laughs> And uh, and oh, I forgot to plug this with Limo. We've also we, it also means we're now uh, not being paid. Uh, so we were paid by the taxpayers, you fine people. But now we've sort of got to cut out the middleman, and we've set up a Patreon. So if you go to uh, Patreon.com, I think type in they came to play. We have no one yet, but there's levels. There are prizes you can get for giving us uh, more money. Uh, is that a prize or you just buy more things? If you give us like 50 bucks a month, Tess Armstrong, I think this was set up by Super Producer what, Jules. Particularly? Uh, if you Well, yeah, if you do it, you get to, <laughs> you get, uh, uh, to sit at the footy with your uh, – t- uh, they came to play cast member of your choice. And you can choose <laughs> yourself if you just want to sit alone. I really do. You know I like going to the football by myself, so I'll choose to, to sit alone. All right, 50 bucks a month. You can do that. My dream come true. A couple of recommendations before I let you go, Danny. Yeah. Um, if people don't have a lot to do inside, I should recommend highly the 2017 and 29 DVD packs of Richmond season. Okay. Very entertaining right. um, to me. The second recommendation, <laughs> Nick Heath on Twitter. He's an English rugby commentator who is currently has nothing to commentate. So he is commentating everyday things that he sees in the street. Oh, and it nice. is so funny. So last night he was commentating a bus stop, like people waiting for the bus. <laughs> and dogs at the park. And so Nick Heath, I'll tweet out the link as well and share that on the Facebook because it is delightful and really funny. Um, and one other thing that I saw was um, a guy called Matt Burgess had a fantastic suggestion for Fox Footy, which I am right behind because, of course, what did Fox Footy put on the tally now on the weekends where there would have been football for the next couple of months? He suggested that we stick with the fixture as it is already um, as it already is laid out in front of us. The twenty twenty fixture. Most, the twenty twenty fixture, but pick the most like so Friday night, Collingwood versus Richmond, pick the best Collingwood Richmond game of all time and play that in the place. Oh. So it's the game is a classic game between those two teams. So like the the super fun. Forgive me forgive me for suggesting this one but he, he could put the 2018 prelim. For sure. Wow, that's actually 
That's genius. That's brilliant. Um, or, you know, to be kind to you, actually, the GWS Bulldogs prelim, the best game ever, right? It was just fantastic. So we and were, so would put that on when GWS we? are meant to play Bulldogs. Hang on, let's just look at the fixture. So we had, uh, yeah, Collingwood, Collingwood Richmond, we put the 2018 prelim. Sydney Essendon, we put the 96 prelim. Yep. All right, Demons Giants. I'm sure they've played a game that was within 10 goals. Carlton. <laughs> Don't. That is disturbing. Carlton are playing the Dogs. Now, oh, this is sad that I can't remember a particularly good match between us two. We tend to – whenever we're good, they're rubbish and vice versa. But I'm sure there's one yeah. from back in the day. Uh, oh, we could play that one where Carlton didn't kick a goal until the last kick of the game from 1991. <laughs> Let's do that. <laughs> You got oh, we got a showdown. There's plenty we could show there. Uh, Cat's sons could play play Gary Ablett playing against his uh, old side. Yeah, this is a good idea. Let's do it, Tess. It's good. I'm very much behind it, but I think an, uh, an independent arbiter has to actually pick the game. I'll do it. Of course, it. all Collingwood people would pick the 2018 prelim, whereas I would pick something else, anything else, <laughs> anything else. Please, God, anything else. Um, but, yes, you aren't an independent person. That's true. <laughs> every single game will be dogs versus someone. That's a good idea. <laughs> I, I, I've, yeah. It's a really good idea. So I'm backing that in because I don't know what I'm going to watch next weekend, to be honest. Yeah, but, it's going to be hellish. Um, one big shout-out as well to all the AFLW players who um, I think were probably stiffed, if for a bit want of a better term, yeah. by not having – not getting to finish their season, which is kind of an admission that the two seasons are remarkably um, unequal Absolutely. in the way in which they're set out. So maybe that's something for us to think about down the track. I want to I want to shout out to uh, if any Frio fans who thought they were oh, finally going to see their team win God. a grand final. Do you reckon – how paranoid so would you unfair. be? Like They would be. They're yeah. getting close so they cancel the league. Like this is an Eagles conspiracy. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if, if you know, COVID-19 wasn't created by Mick Malthouse and Adam Simpson. <laughs> Just to stop the poor Frio Dockers from finally having their moment in the sun. Undefeated. Oh. An amazing an amazing team. Sabrina Duffy, I said on the Outer Sanctum yesterday, I was in Fremantle a number of weeks ago now before we weren't allowed to travel, and I went to Frio Oval and saw the Dockers play. And I'm obsessed with them. And I saw Sabrina Duffy there, like, star forward out in the street afterwards. And I got so overwhelmed by, like, I was like, oh, my God. It was like me seeing The Undertaker from WWE. I was so <laughs> excited. I was like, oh, my God. It's like a, a proper celeb. I just think they really deserved to get their moment. But the issue is with the conference system. They hadn't played Carlton or Melbourne. So you yeah. can't really award them a grand final when they haven't come across. They haven't actually had to play the and- two other yeah, team. there was evidence that they probably weren't as good as everyone said because even the Bulldogs uh, challenged them. So, <laughs> wow, I'm a bit down on my team you at the moment. Really hey, turned on your own. Also, Nikki Callanan, Nikki Callanan, fantastic uh, Bulldogs yeah, AFLW yeah. player. She retires, and then they cancel yeah. the league. That's how good a player she is. She and Mel Hickey. <laughs> yeah. and I think you know what. It's all over. Just call it off. Yeah. Um, it's like when they shout out to them when they tried winners. to do cheers without uh, Ted Danson. They just went, ah, cancel the show. Cancel the show. <laughs> it's not worth it. Um, so, yes, it is a weird time and big decisions have to be made, which is totally valid and they're not always going to be easy. But Lily Mithin gets the best moment of AFLW at the end of the game. So, good for her. Yeah. 
All right, Tess. Well, thank you for joining us for our first episode. We hope to be back uh, next week. I might as well wrap it all up uh, now. Um, We hope to be back next week. Um, Tess will be with us at least two-thirds of the time, and then we might have some guest Tesses in there. Go on our Facebook page, suggest who you want. Uh, We'll probably get someone like Emma Race, Angela Pippos, Chelsea Roffey. Uh, We can also get male Tesses. We're allowed to do that. You know, the world's our oyster. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm gunning for Hamish McLaughlin. I really want to get him on so me and Limo can, uh, can, can find out the, the inner machinations of the great man and also get his brother's number. <laughs> get him on the pod. Yeah. If I get replaced by Gillen, I'm not going to be happy about it because he will not say go tags at all. <laughs> he just, well, you know, we could get the head of the umpires and they'll do it. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Wow, it's a pleasure to be back, Danny. Absolutely. We've missed you, Tess. I'm so happy to be back in our independent form. And, yes. uh, yeah, I guess well, let's uh, let's wrap it up here. We might be up, uh, back uh, in the next few weeks. Uh, join our, uh, Check out our Patreon. Join, uh, like our Facebook page. Uh, I might even set up a, uh, a Twitter and Instagram account. Who knows? Uh, let's, I've got nothing else to do, so let's do, all, let's do a TikTok. <laughs> I don't know why. Anyway, this has been... Love your work, Danny McGinley. This has been They Came to Play. Go dogs.